This is Meg Tilton at The A-Cow Life, episode number 81, Self-Confidence. This is The A-Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast this week. How's everybody doing? How was your Valentine's Day? I hope it was great. We had a great night with our kids, and it was super fun. We had a nice dinner and watched a movie. We watched First Man, which is about... Neil Armstrong. I liked it, but it was kind of (laughs) weird. I'll have to admit. Um, It was a little dark, actually. Um, But it kind of painted a different picture of what maybe it was like to be an astronaut back then. They were some really brave men. I still think they're super brave, those men and women that decide to launch themselves into space. So really, really cool just to see it from a different perspective. And it was even suspenseful, even though you knew he lived (laughs) and that he made it to the moon and back. Anyway, I always think that's really funny how movies are like that sometimes. So I'm excited that you're back here today listening to the podcast. And guess what else it is this week? So Valentine's was last week, but this week is even better. It's my birthday. It's my birthday on the 19th. I love the month of February. I think it's the best month to have a birthday in. And I'm looking forward to spending that time with my family and being able to receive birthday love. Because who doesn't love that day when they receive birthday love? So I have always felt more comfortable, though, in giving gifts than in receiving. So here's the deal. So if you go and you leave me a review on iTunes, and then you email me at meg at the and tell me that you left a review, then I will give you an hour free of coaching. How is that? Okay, because coaching is my favorite thing to do. I absolutely love it. And so I totally want to be able to give that gift to as many people as I can for my birthday. So if you leave me a review on iTunes and then email me and let me know that you did at megattheacallife.com, then I will give you a free hour long coaching session. This is how easy leaving a review is. You just go to iTunes, you scroll to the bottom, and it says there's like a review thing on the app. There's a thing right there to leave a review. I'm going to give you an example. So green coca or green kooka, I don't know how they pronounce it, said, even though I don't get to listen to every podcast Megan shares, I'm always better off when I do. I'm inspired and uplifted after listening and have a desire to do good. Megan is very talented and I'm thankful she uses her gifts to bless others. Thank you. That is so nice and I so appreciate it. So easy, right? It was three sentences super, super easy. And I will send you a link to my schedule and you will be able to get a free hour of coaching because it's really a win-win. You get help and I get to do my favorite thing, which is coach people. All right. So let's get into the podcast, which is really why you're here today. And I am 
super excited to share this one because this is something that I have seen a lot of women struggle with and a lot of my clients struggle with. And even myself, I've struggled with it. And I think that it's something that once we can really harness this, then then we are able to do amazing things in our life. So I'm gonna talk about self-confidence. And I wanted to share with you at the beginning just a little story about myself. So I remember when I was younger, my mom took me to a large indoor swimming pool near our home when we lived in Minnetonka, Minnesota. And in that pool is where I learned how to swim. And I loved to swim. And I think she did this because my grandparents had a pool in California and every summer we would go out and swim in this pool. So I had to learn how to swim, right? And I loved being in the water and being able to move more freely with the cushion of water to support me as I did somersaults and handstands on the bottom of the pool. How many of you have done that? It's totally fun. I can't do a handstand unless I'm in a pool. I think I could still do one in a pool, but I couldn't do one without the help of a pool. Anyway, one day our instructor decided it was time for us to take our new swimming skills and put them to the test by jumping off of the diving board. Now this was not a high dive diving board, so it wasn't like, you know, eight feet in the air, but the pool had about a 12 foot deep end. So it was really far down there. And as I curled my toes around the edge of the board and looked down, I was sure I was going to die. I was sure that no swimming skills would save me if I jumped into the water with the bottom so far below me. Okay. As I stood there contemplating my choices by stepping out and taking a look over the edge and then taking a few steps back to reconsider, I all of a sudden felt my instructor come up behind me, pick me up and toss me into the water. Problem solved. My instinct of how to swim kicked in right away and I swam to the side of the pool, jumped out and ran to the board to now jump of my own free will. Now, I know that some of you out there listening may think that this was cruel, but was it? Was it really a cruel thing for my instructor to do? The instructor knew I could swim well. He knew I would be fine. And he knew I was letting an irrational fear take over and control me. He knew I just needed a little unexpected nudge to test my capabilities and to gain self-confidence. Now, here's the funny thing. I would find myself in a very similar situation about 20 years later as I stood on the edge of a platform looking down at the Kawaru River in southern New Zealand, deciding if I should jump or not. Now, this was bungee jumping. I wasn't jumping into the river. I was bungee jumping. But there, too, I was sure I was going to die because it was so far down. But unlike my swim instructor, the guys overseeing the bungee didn't push me off. However, they did threaten to sit me down and take all the equipment off and not let me jump. I knew I had to do it or it was over. And this was about after 15 minutes of me having some dialogue with them about what should happen. If you want to really dive into what was happening to my brain, you need to go back to the earlier, I think it's episode number four, where I talk about this jump specifically. But I knew I had to do it. So once I finally did it, 
This is what I wish had happened. I wish I had bought the package where I would have gotten a second jump at a discounted rate. The first jump increased my capability of handling the emotions associated with bungee jumping. My confidence in jumping had suddenly increased and I would have done it again immediately. So I want to talk to you a little bit about capabilities for a minute. In order to gain more self-confidence, you have to increase your capabilities. And when I say capabilities, I don't mean your talents. I mean your capability to feel and manage any emotion that comes along and then to keep going right? You will, of course, increase your capabilities in terms of your talent, but that's a given as long as you're able to manage your emotions and keep going through negative emotion and push past that. I truly believe the difference between people who are able to grow in their capabilities and those who aren't comes down to something that is called growth versus fixed mindset. My swim instructor and the bungee operators taught me that my fear was irrational and that I didn't need to let it control me. Did I still have a twinge of fear the second time around at the swimming pool? Or would I have had that fear still had I taken a second bungee jump? Yes, but my self-confidence had grown to know that I had the ability to do what I needed despite the negative emotion. So what is a growth mindset and what is a fixed mindset? A growth mindset is when you know you can figure things out. When you stretch yourself, you are going to find yourself in unfamiliar territory, not always knowing what you are doing and coming up against negative emotion. My mentor and the owner of the Life Coach School, Brooke Castillo, always says that unless you aren't feeling uncomfortable, you aren't doing it right. But when you have a growth mindset, the unknown and the negative emotion don't deter you. You believe you can figure it out and that you can grow and expand in your abilities and knowledge. You can do anything if you are willing to feel and experience the emotions that come with it and manage your mind accordingly. So that's the growth mindset. Now, a fixed mindset is when you base your confidence on past experiences or your current abilities. You believe if you can't do something now, you will never be able to do it. Now, I have five children. Two of them are girls. Three of them are boys. And my two girls are on each end of the spectrum when it comes to mindset. My oldest daughter falls into the category of having a growth mindset. I have never heard her disparage herself by saying she can't do something. Now, she may admit that she's not good at something, say like doing the middle splits because she's a ballerina and she's into dance, but she doesn't do it in a way that stops her in her growth. She acknowledges the lack and then starts to do things to change her lack, okay? She recently started doing yoga on her own to help her open up her hips and further her flexibility. She knew she could do something to improve her flexibility and she did it. That is total growth mindset, okay? She didn't let the negative emotion of maybe not being able to do the splits as well as somebody else or not having it where she wants to stop her and she just didn't give up. She just devised a way to keep going and 
try and come up with new ways that might help her in accomplishing her goal. Okay. Now, on the other hand, my youngest daughter, who is naturally flexible and is in a local gymnastics class, has a fixed mindset a lot of times. One day, while I was at her lesson, a local college women's gymnastics team came in to practice at the gym that we were at. They were doing flips and twists and launching themselves on the vault and bending themselves into positions that would seriously hurt me if I tried to do the same at my current flexibility level, which is very low, by the way. So I had my daughter watch them and I told her that she could do that someday if she worked hard and kept going. It was very interesting to watch her because what she ended up doing was she slumped her shoulders, she got this sad look on her face, and she said, I'll never be that good. Okay, she is a bit dramatic. I will give that to her. But she does tend to have a very fixed mindset. My oldest daughter has a tremendous amount of self-confidence because she knows she can improve. And it's not because she doesn't experience negative emotions. She just keeps going despite that. She knows that she can accomplish what she wants to, even if it's hard and uncomfortable. The byproduct is that she doesn't get super stressed about things and she goes with the flow. She also works hard to improve her outcomes and get the results she wants. My youngest daughter, on the other hand, is hard on herself and she's hard on others. She is easily defeated if she does something wrong or something is hard. Her resilience is less than my older daughter, and she can get very angry and lash out if things don't go the way she wants. I'm super excited for her to be a teenager. (laughs) She's only five. (laughs) Now, as her mother, I am trying to help her and guide her out of her fixed mindset and show her that she can do anything she wants. She just has to be willing to work at it. Fortunately, she is still young and I am able to mold that a little bit in her. But I do think that children and all of us are probably born or have had experiences that kind of put us in one category or the other. And so I don't want you to be discouraged if you are realizing, wait, I have a fixed mindset because you can change. It really all just boils down to the way that you think about yourself as I've taught in the past. The story you tell yourself is always changeable. And if the worst thing that you're ever going to feel is an emotion, what are you willing to do? You get to choose what you think and what you believe. And those thoughts lead to the way that you feel. So do you want to believe that you can change and that you can grow and do anything as you emotionally manage your mind? If you would like help in this process, you need to come join me on a coaching call, which I totally am giving away a free hour of coaching, right? If you leave a review and you want help managing your mind, I am hooking you up. So make sure that you go leave me a review on iTunes and then come and email me at meg at and I will totally hook you up with a free hour long coaching session. I'd love to help you start managing your mind because it makes so much difference to know that you can accomplish anything. 
that you can feel anything and you can get the results that you want. And that having uncomfortable feelings and having some negative emotions going towards your goals is a total normal process of life. And as you do that, as you push through those negative emotions and you learn that you have the ability to grow and to learn, your self-confidence is going to soar. I am not kidding. And I have seen this happen with my clients and it is an amazing, amazing transformation. So I want that for you. And that's my gift to you on my birthday week. So make sure that you go and leave a review and email me that you did that, and I will send you the link for my schedule. All right, everybody, I hope you have an amazing week. I know I'm gonna have an amazing week because it's my birthday week, and I love it. And I will be back here next week with another great podcast. All right, take care, bye-bye.